0: Hello and welcome to Lifetimes of Learning, a production at the Buddhist Discussion Centre Australia. In our podcast series, we will be discussing the teachings and principles of Buddha Dharma, which is just as relevant today as they were 2,600 years ago. In this podcast, we will cover a Dharma teaching titled Samatha and Vipassana, Mind Development by Venerable Sayadaw Dipaloka. Wherever you are, we invite you to bring your mind inside and listen to the teachings of the Buddha. This article is part 1 of a transcription from a Dharma talk given by the Burmese Buddha monk, the late Venerable Sayadaw Dipaloka at Bodhyana Monastery, Perth, Western Australia on the 29th of November, 1995. In the terms of the Buddhist view, our untrained mind is deficient and to gain healthy mind, we have to practice the two types of Bhavana, which is meditation. Samatha Bhavana, which is development of concentration and peace of mind and Vipassana Bhavana, which is development of wisdom or different view. Venerable Sayadaw Dipaloka also taught and provided detailed meaning of the three levels of jhana states. According to the definition of Ledi Sayadaw, the teacher of Yuba-king, jhana means penetrating, energetic, stable, and firmly holding contemplation on the object. Samatha and Vipassana Mind Development Dharma Dispensation by Venerable Sayado Dipaloka Namo Tasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Tasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Tasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Buddhasa Nibbana Desakasa Namo Nava Lokutara Damasa Namo Arya Sangasa Janitabam Pajanati Desita Bampi Asayam Desako Yena Nanena Desetu Tasa Tejasa. Venerable Sirs, today I would like to give some information to you about Samatha and Vipassana Bhavana. Samatha Bhavana and P- Vipassana Bhavana, This are original Pali words. In the terms of ordinary psychology, we are mentally healthy persons. We are mentally able persons. We are normal persons. Because we can perform any task success- successfully we have jobs, we can do our daily work properly, we can properly communicate with each other, we can look after our children, we can study, we can teach, we can manage big businesses, we can administer even a country. Therefore, in the terms of normal psychology, we are mentally able persons, mentally healthy persons. Our mind is healthy, normal, but in terms of Lord Buddha, and Arahats were not mentally healthy persons, we mentally sick persons. In their terms, a healthy mind has two qualities which are usually absent in our mind. Our mind has two deficiencies in the term of Buddhist measurement. Our mind is defective in two ways one our mind cannot stay with one object for as long as we like. And on the other hand, our mind is usually polluted with mental defilements. Greed, hatred, envy, conceit, restless, remorse, doubt, such and such things. If we pay homage to the Buddha, we notice before we finish even one sentence, for example, Namotasa, Bhagavato, Arahato, Sammasambuddhasa. We notice our mind cannot stay with the words, that sentence, from the beginning to the end. It goes away from those sentences, and before we finish our paying homage to the Buddha, we can go to America and come back. Therefore, it is not easy to stay with one object for five minutes. During meditation, we notice it is not easy to stay with meditational object for five minutes continuously and on the other hand our mind usually is polluted with mental defilements at one moment or at other time at the other moment an evil thought enters our mind a guilty thought that means since you have some desire ill will or any other unwholesome thoughts therefore in the sense of buddhist measurement in the terms of buddha and arahants were mentally sick persons for the Buddha and arahants, the mentally healthy mind means the mind which can stay with one object for as long as one likes and the mind must be pure must be freed from mental defilements only then they call the healthy mind to gain healthy mind we have to practice the two types of bhavana Bhavana is a Pali word. The real meaning is to develop. It implies to grow and to bring it to a little more advanced stage. It is Bhavana, the real meaning of Bhavana. The popular English translation for Bhavana is meditation. For me, the translation for Bhavana to develop is more meaningful. During Bhavana, during meditation, the meditator is striving to gain two qualities of mind one concentration samadhi that means to be able to stay with one object for some minutes or some hours and another quality is panya insight knowledge or wisdom therefore bhavana samatha bhavana means to develop samadhi in other words Samatha means peace, therefore Samatha Bhavana means to develop peace of mind, because the highest level of Samatha Bhavana is peace of mind, Jhana states. To develop Vipassana Bhavana means to develop wisdom or different view. Later I will explain why I would like to translate Vipassana as different view. Now I would like to explain what is Samatha Bhavana. After that, I will explain what is Vipassana Bhavana. After that, we will compare those two things. As I earlier said in Samatha Bhavana, one is striving to develop Samadhi or concentration. The synonym of Samadhi is Ekagata. It is a technical term. In Abhidharma, Samadhi is used as Ekagata. Ekagata is a Pali word. It is the combination of three words eka, aga, ta. Eka means one. Aga is a synonym of alambana or aramana, which means object. Many other translations are right, but really it means object, alambana. Ta means state. Ekagata means one object state of mind. If we can develop a or samadhi properly, our mind can stay with one object for some minutes or some hours, depending on that intensity of our concentration. As we can obtain a we can train our minds to stay with one object. In India, the farmers use oxen in their farms to draw carts to plough lands. Therefore, it is necessary to tame a young ox. When they tame a young ox, they tie the ox with a long rope. They tie the rope to a firmly erect post. They tie the young ox to a firmly erected post with a long rope. First, the young ox tries to wander about the post and goes around around the post many times. The rope becomes shorter and shorter and shorter, and at last, it cannot move further. The young ox has to lie down and goes to sleep. In the samatha bhavana we are taming our mind. We we'll have to use a post. It is a good object. The meditational object in Samatha Bhavana is called Kamathana. In Buddhism, there are forty objects to use as a post, as a kamathana. Forty Kamathana and anapana breath in and breath out meditation is one of the kamathana the object to tame our mind in that practice we are trying to tame our mind to stay with one object usually those objects are panati conventional truth or conceptual thoughts conceptual expressions later i may explain the two words panati atha or Samutti-sacca, conventional reality, and Paramatha-sacca, the ultimate reality. At the moment, the important thing is that we are striving. We're trying to tame our mind to stay with one object. That is a very important thing. If we don't tame our mind, it has a tendency to wander about because it has six objects, visible forms visible object forms ruparamana sadaramana audible objects or sounds gandaramana odor rasanamana taste flavor potaparamana tangible objects and damaramana usually translated As mind object and one of the six or each object has various types in our surroundings we have many kinds of visible objects therefore there are a lot of objects which are attracted to our mind therefore our mind has a tendency to wonder about everything therefore it is restless it cannot stay with one object When we want to tame our mind, we have to use a good object, one of the 40 kamathana. Naturally, our mind is attracted to a desirable object. We're taming our mind in Samatha bhavana, We're not spoiling our mind by giving it a desirable object. Therefore, it is important not to use an attractive object, especially music. Some meditators use music to tame their minds, and some meditators use evil drugs. I don't know exactly, some people told me. Therefore, we're trying to tame our mind to a good object. If our mind becomes restless, many evil thoughts can enter our mind. Any object which can stimulate the sensuous desire and near will is called bad object. Meditation in Samatha Bhavana, to develop peace of mind, you must not use a desirable object or sensual desire as a as an object. If we tame our minds, it is like the ox. Our mind is like the ox. The post is like a, kam- a kamathana object. Meditational object is like a post, and sati is like a rope. When our mind wonders about many objects, it tries to go away from the original object, meditational object. And Sati sends back the mind to the post-meditational object. After some days or some weeks, when we try to tame our mind energetically, at last like that ox, young ox, our mind becomes exhausted, becomes exhausted, and it stays with that object. At that state, we are said to develop samadhi or ekagata. At that state, one can experience the peace of mind by himself or herself. Therefore, samatha bhavana means to develop peace of mind. The Pali word samatha means peace, because if we can tame our mind successfully to stay with one object, at that state, the mind is freed, temporarily freed, from five hindrances. Kamachanda nava, nav, Navarana, sensuous desire. Vyapada Navarana, ill will. Thinamitta Navarana, sloth and toppa or sleepiness in ordinary sense. Udacha Kukucha, restless and remorse and doubt. You may notice there is no Ditti, wrong view, and moha, ignorance, or delusion, in the list of the five hindrances. Therefore, Samatha Bhavana cannot root out wrong view, or delusion. Therefore, the highest level of Samatha Bhavana, jhana level, jhana Lavi, the winner of the jhana, the meditator cannot reject sakaya Ditti. It is not for Samatha, Samatha Bhavana. Sakaya Ditti, Manabhu Jnana Diloka, translates it as personal entity or ego delusion. Some people translate to belief in the inherent self. In Buddhism, Sakaya Ditti is the most important thing. It is the first one to be rooted out by the first enlightenment. In Samadha Bhavana, it cannot root out Sakaya Diti. Usually, those people who have jhana, who have attained jhana state, the highest level of concentration, they have strong, strong Sakaya Diti, strong personal entity or ego delusion. If they are not Buddhist, usually they have Sakaya Diti and another wrong view. Sasatta Diti, eternalist wrong view. Usually, they have strong sasata deti, eternalist view. In the Samatha Bhavana, the meaning of three words are very important. Jhana, Jananga and Janachitta. Jhana is a Pali word. It is the collecting noun. It covers all a Jhana factor. The collection of Jhana factors is called jhana. For example, our body covers all body parts. Body parts called kayanga. In Pali, body is called kaya. Body parts are called kayanga. Jana, jayanga. Jana is like body. Janangas are like kayanga. Now body, we have many body parts. Head, neck, chest, abdomen, upper limbs, lower limbs, a lot of visceral organs in our abdomen, and thorax. These are body parts. When we say body, it covers all body parts. Jhana is a collective noun for all Jananga. There are five Janangas. Vitaka, initial application. Vichara, sustained application. Piti, zest, sukha joy, and sometimes sukha at the level of chatukha jhana, the fourth jhana. Sukha is replaced with equanimity, upeka, and ekaggata, one object state of mind. This are five Janangas. You may notice there's no aloba, opanya in the list of Jananga. Aloba, opanya is not jhana. Therefore, in Samatha Bhavana, the function of Samadhi or Ekagata is dominant, more significant than the function of Panya. Panya is not one of the Jananga. Jananga are only five Vitaka, initial application, Vichara, sustained application, Piti, zest, Sukha, joy or pleasant feelings, and Ekagata one object state of mind chitta means a consciousness which arises together with jhana factors a consciousness which is endowed with jhana factors the pali word jhana means burnout or on the other hand it means closely contemplate on or closely contemplating on it is the meaning of pali word jhana jhana means Burn out, burning out. It can burn out five hindrances. The jhana factors each function against five hindrances. Vitaka, the initial application, functions against thinamitta or sloth and topa or sleepiness. If jhana factor vitaka is powerful, it defeats thinamitta or sleepiness. If sleepiness is powerful, it defeats vitaka, jananga or jana factor. Therefore, if you are sleepy, you cannot concentrate your mind on the meditational object. Vichara or sustained application function against vicikiccha or doubt. Piti or zest functions against ill will. Zest functions against ill will. Sukha or joy functions against restlessness and doubt. A kagata or one object state of mind functions against sensuous desire. If those five factors are powerful, they can burn out those five hindrances. Therefore, the highest level of Samatha Bhavana, the jhana level, the meditator can defeat those five hindrances successfully. Those five hindrances are temporarily removed at the jhana level. The jhana factors are powerful, and they defeat five hindrances. Our mind is freed from the five hindrances temporarily. It is reversible sometimes, the karma chanda navarana, sensuous desire, is powerful, and our jhana is in defeat. We lose our jhana. Another meaning of jhana is closely contemplating, or jhana means the five factors which closely contemplate on meditational objects. They have function. Each jhana factor has its function. The most important jhana factor is ekgata, one object state of mind. It is a very important thing. In jhana, it is indispensable factor. It is essential factor but it alone it cannot perform its duty. To perform jhana function, it must be supported by other jhana factors. The function of Vitaka is to direct the mind to the meditational object. Vitakka directs the mind to the meditational object. Vichara sustains the mind on the object. Therefore, the mind would not go away from the object. Piti makes the mind delight in the object. According to the Pitijana factor, the mind takes delight in the meditational object and therefore it has no tendency to go away from the object. Sukha enjoys the taste of the object. In this way, it supports the mind to stay with that object. Ekagata, one object state of mind, supported by four other factors, causes the mind to stay with one object. In this way, the person is set to attain jhana. The ekagata, although it is the most important thing, it must be supported by four other jhana factors. Without those four factors, it cannot stay with one object for many minutes. Mitaka, Michara, Pitti, Sukha and ekagata are jhana factors. If a consciousness is associated with these five jhāna factors, it is called jhāna-citta, or consciousness associated with jhāna, endowed with jhāna. Some other consciousness are also associated with vitaka, vichara, pitti, sukha and ekagata. But in those cases, they are not called jhāna factors, because they are weak. The names are the same because they are mental factors, Chetasika. In Abhidharma, there are fifty-two chetasika, mental factors or mental concomitants or mental adjuncts. If you have some knowledge of Abhidharma, you can understand Buddhist teaching very well. Abhidharma is important for the Buddhist monk. In Thailand and in Bur- Burma, there was some Buddhist monk. They were regarded as enlightened persons. They never reject commentaries and Abhidharma. If you practice Samatha Bhavana or Vipassana Bhavana, you can experience, you can decide by yourself that commentaries are important and abhidhammas are not wrong. In generosity and in morality, our consciousness is associated with Vitaka, Vichara, Pitti, Sukha and Kagata. But they are not as strong and as cooperative and as stable as like a jhana consciousness. The jhana is defined by the very famous Ledi Sayado, a Burmese senior monk, as a penetrating, energetic, stable, and firmly holding contemplation on the object. It is the definition of Ledi Sayado jhana means a penetrating, energetic, stable, and firmly holding contemplation on the object. The Lady Sayado is the teacher of Sayatet. Saiyatet is the teacher of Ba Yubaking is the teacher of Goenka. Many scholar monks in Bur- Burma believes that Ledi Sayada was, has attained jhana, has finished jhana level, and he has attained some enlightenment. He was a very scholar monk, and he practiced very energetically for many, many years. For example, we have muscles, nerves and bones. The belly dancers and weightlifters also have nerves, muscle, and bones. But our muscles, nerves and bones are not as cooperative or as strong enough as theirs. Their muscles are strong. Their muscles are more cooperative and more harmonious. Therefore... We cannot perform their work. We cannot dance belly dance. Therefore, in the generosity consciousness and in the morality that consciousness is associated with vitaka, vichara, pitti, sukha, and agata, those mental factors are not called jhana factors. At the jhana level, those five factors are very powerful. They're very strong, cooperative coordinated and harmonious and therefore they can support the mind to stay with one object. There are three kinds of jhana it is also very important to understand the difference between samatha and vipassana. As I earlier said jhana means burning out or jhana means closely contemplating on. There are three jhanas. One is usually we know rupa vachaya jhana, arupa vachaya jhana, Fine material mental ab- absorptions, Inmaterial mental absorptions, they are called anamana jhana because in the jhana alambana is very important, they stay with that alambana or come to pass sign, nipati banga nimita Aramana they stay with that alamana, that object, for many minutes they start with one object and they don't need to get rid of that object they try to develop that object that object nimitta develops from one state to another state from Parikama nimitta early state ugaha nimitta middle state and the higher state the patipaga nimitta counter sign usually they translate Therefore, in that jhana, the mind is staying with that object, sign, patipaka nimita. Therefore, it is called anamana jhana. The jhana which contemplates an object. Usually, this object is Panati conventional truth, or concept. Another type of jhana is called lakana jhana. There are two types of lakana jhana. Vipassana is one type of lakana jhana and supermundane consciousness or lakutra, mekka and phala, path consciousness and fruit consciousness. They are also called jhana, supermundane jhana, rupa vachaya jhana, fine material mental absorption, rupa vachaya jhana, immaterial mental absorption, and vipassana jhana, lakat. Na jhana they are mundane another lakana jhana mega and bala a super mundane jhana in the vipassana the mind stays with the characteristics characteristic or lakana lakana is characteristic characteristic in the vipassana it is the characteristic of phenomena that means anicca dukkha or anatta the basic is the characteristics of impermanence or arising and passing away of phenomena. It is the very important characteristic in Vipassana. If one can see the arising and passing away of phenomena, Nama or Rupa, it means udaya-baya-nana, and in that state the mind becomes clear. It is also freed from five hindrances. And the meditator's mind is still with that characteristic. Then, at the advanced level of the Vipassana meditation, the meditator does not pay much attention to label the phenomena. Usually, they do not try to identify the phenomena. Usually, they are trying to see, to clearly understand the arising and passing away of the phenomena. They do not pay attention to identify it. They pay much attention to the characteristics. Of phenomenon. This means the arising and passing away of the phenomena. At that state, the meditator's mind is called nakana jhana. It has kanika samadhi. Its object is changing. That means the phenomena is changing. At one state for example. Suppose the meditator is practicing chitta nupassana, contemplation of mind. It has six objects, seeing or sight, hearing, hearing consciousness, smelling consciousness, tasting consciousness, tactile sensation or tangible consciousness, touching or thought, mind consciousness. One object changes to another object or the phenomena is changing from moment to moment. But the meditator is trying to be aware of every phenomena, especially it is said character the arising and passing away of the phenomena it is striving it is exercising it is effort his effort not to allow any characteristic not to be aware of by him that means he is striving energetically to understand to be aware of anything which is happening to him at that present moment at that moment He is trying not to ignore anything, not to be understood by him, not to be aware of by him. He is trying to stay with that characteristics. At that state, his concentration power is also high and he also can burn out five hindrances. At that state, five hindrances are freed. His mind is freed from five hindrances and also stays with that characteristic. Therefore, it is called lakana jhana or lakana upachara jhana. In that case, upachara jhana and jhana are synonyms. And Vipassana also can burn out five hindrances. At the advanced level of Vipassana Bhavana, the meditator's mind is freed from five hindrances. Therefore, it also can burn out five hindrances. Therefore, it is called jhana. On the other hand, it closely contemplates on the characteristics of sankhata dharma, conditioned things. The object of vipassana is consciousness, which is citta, or mental factors, which is chetisika, or matter, or corporeality, rupa, nama rupa. They are tepumakasa sankhara. That means conditioned things in three spheres. Kama vachara, sensual sphere. Rupa vachara, fine material sphere. Alupa vachara, immaterial sphere. Tabumakasa Sankhara, usually we call Tabumaka sankara. The conditioned things occur in three planes of existence or in three spheres. And Vipassana is lak- uh, a Jhana because it closely contemplates on the characteristics of these conditioned things. Another Lakana Jhana is Maga and Phala, Lakutra Sitra, or Supermundane Consciousness. They also closely contemplate on a characteristic of Asankhata, Dharma, Nibbana. In that case, the meditator or the Arya Pugara closely contemplates on the characteristics of Nibbana. It is called Upasama Lakana, the characteristics of peace. Nibbana has the characteristics of peace. It is the highest bliss, it is the highest peacefulness. Therefore, in a supramundane state, The noble persons are closely contemplating on the characteristics of nibbana, upasama, lakana, the characteristic of peace. At the level of any jhana state, the mind manifests penetrating into the object as if the mind has penetrated into the object. It dwells on the object, it is very stable, it firmly dwells on the object and therefore it is called jhana. Therefore, in Buddhism, there are three types of jhana. Anamana jhana, that means lupavachadha jhana. vachana jhana. In that state, the mind closely contemplates on objects. Another jhana, nakana jhana, it is vipassana. At that state, the mind closely contemplates on the characteristic of sankhata dharma, conditioned things. The lakutra jhana, supramundane jhana, at that state, a noble person closely contemplates on that characteristic of nibbana. At the same time, lakutra jhana burns out mental defilements. It can root out mental defilements state by state. For example, at the first stage of enlightenment, the noble person can root out Ditti wrong view. Sakaya ditthi. It is a very important thing, it is the source of rebirth in the four woeful stages, Apaya. If one can root out Sakaya Ditti, it will never be reborn in the four woeful states, it will never be reborn lower than a human being and celestial world. And therefore, Sakaya Ditti is the most important thing to be rooted out in Buddhism. Only Vipassana and the highest-level supramundane consciousness can root out Sakaya Ditti. After that, the Second Enlightenment, Third Enlightenment and Final Enlightenment then also root out mental defilement state by state. Therefore, those three things are called jhana, they burn out evil things, and at the same time, they closely contemplate on object or on the characteristics. Therefore. They are called anamana upachara jhana and lakana upachara jhana. In samatha, if one wants to reach high level, it is not necessary to dis- discard the object, especially in fine material jhana. It is necessary to remove lower jhana factors. The jhana has five factors, vittaka, vichara, viti, sukha, ekaggata it is called first jhana. If a a meditator wants to reach the second jhana state, he must remove two jhana factors, vittaka and vichara. At that state, he must master first jhana. After that, he must try to stay with one object, without the help of vittaka initial application and sustained application. If you are master in that state, you can remove vittaka and vichara. You don't need their help to stay with one object. For example, if you study a Pali sentence, At first, you need to pay attention to that sentence. That means you must think about the words and meaning of that sentence. After five days, now you have mastered that sentence, and you don't need to pay attention to that sentence, the words and the meanings. Even after waking up in your bed, you can recite very easily Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sammasambudasya Although you are doing other things, you can recite it very well, successfully. Like that, after you have mastered the first jhana state, the meditator later he can stay with one object, without the help of vitaka or vichara. His mind does not need to be directed to the object, Mavitaka. And it will sustain on the object without the help of Vichara. At that stay it is called second jhana. In Buddhism, there is no one jhana, two jhana, three jhana. Usually first jhana, second jhana, third jhana, fourth jhana. In Abhidharma, there are classification. In that... There are five types of jhana. In Sutta Bimbanga or discourse, only four types of jhana. When mentioning jhana, the Buddha always uses the sentence, Pali chanting, like that. In that case, you might notice vitaka, vichara, upasama. That means the meditator rejects vitaka and vichara. There is no vitaka and vichara in the second jhana state. Jutiya means second, not two. At the highest level of jhana, there are only two jhana factors. One is upeka, and another is gata, equanimity, and one object, state of mind. There are only two factors. If the meditator wants to practice the other lower jhana, he can practice it very well, but usually he maintains the highest level of jhana. For example, if a student is working for year 12, he is attending the classes of year 12. He doesn't need to study lower textbooks. Lower textbooks, if he wants, he can study it very well. But usually, he studies the year 12 textbooks. Like that, the jhana labi, who attains the fourth jhana, he practices not lower jhana. He tries to maintain the fourth jhana. The fourth jhana means chatuka jhana, only one jhana. Sometimes he wants to study the lower jhana, he will study it very well. Another important thing, there is no panya in the samatha, in the list of jhana factor. Therefore, in samatha bhavana, the function of samadhi and ekada is more significant than the function of panya. At the Vipassana level, the function of panna is usually more significant. For some meditators first practice Samatha, after that they are changing to Vipassana. Their concentration power is very high, therefore they can attain enlightenment more easily. If a person first has practiced Samatha Bhavana and has attained Jhana level, after that he practices Vipassana, and if he has attained final enlightenment, he is called Samatha Yanika. That means he starts with Samatha and later he practices Vipassana. Without Vipassana meditation, no one can attain enlightenment. In the Satipatthana, the Buddha said, Ekayano ayam Mago. That means this is the only way to attain enlightenment. Therefore, without Satipatthana Bhavana, no one can attain enlightenment. Satipatthana Bhavana is Vipatthana Bhavana. Some parts Buddha proclaimed as Samatha, but at the conclusion, at the conclusive sentences, he always concluded with vipassana Bhavana. He dwells understanding or seeing arising. He dwells understanding, passing away. He dwells understanding both arising and passing away of phenomena. It indicates Vipassana Bhavana. In Samatha, there is no arising and passing away of phenomena. The meditator just stay with the one object. Therefore, the sama, samatha yanika doesn't necessarily mean he practices only samatha. He starts with samatha and later he changes to Vipassana. Now it will be better with the first part of talk, the explanation of Samatha. And in the next talk, I may explain the definition and outline of Vipassana Bhavana. May you all be able to attain the highest level of mental absorption jhana state. Thank you. Now you are invited to ask questions. Question one. Unfortunately, the first question is not audible. However, we have transcribed a Venerable Dipaloka's answer to the first question. Sayado, at the first, second and third jhana, there is piti, as the jhana factor. Pity is zest, or sometimes they translate it as joy. Usually, it is associated with sukha, pleasant feeling, soma nasa medana. Or Sukha Vedana. Only on the third jhana level, Sukha occurs without piti. When we reject one by one the jhana factors, first vitika, vicharo, and second piti, and third sukha, at that stage, Sukha is replaced with upekha because upekha is calmer, more tranquil. Sukha is like emotion, it is joy. For example, if you get something at that state, you become happy, happy, suka, is happy. At that state, piti and suka occur together. You may notice if one is happy, it cannot stay quiet. Usually they are talking, they are moving about or something, therefore it looks floating. At the jhana level, the mind looks penetrating into the object. It is very quiet and calm. Therefore, at the highest level it needs quiet and stable. Sukha has a tendency of floating. Therefore, at the highest level of jhana, there are only two jhana factors Upeka equanimity and ekagata, one object state of mind. When we are young, usually we can be easily happy. And when we become older, we cannot easily become happy like that. When the mind becomes more mature, it becomes quieter, and it is associated with equanimity. Question 2. In 4th jhana, as far as the perception is concerned, is it the same nimitta as you have already in the 1st jhana? Sayado. Perception. What do you mean with perception? Do you mean sanya jatisika, mental factor? So what do you want to know? Question 3. What would one perceive in 4th jhana? Sayado. It cannot say exactly. Sanya is one of the mental factors, and the jhana. It is staying with one object. And the meditator can use one of the 40 meditational objects. Some may use kasina may use loving kindness, and at the highest level, some objects cannot send the mind to the highest level. For example, contemplation of the 32 body parts, it can give only first jhana, and loving kindness, it can give only third jhana. For fourth jhana, if you want to get it, you must change your object. But if you start with kasina, the colored disc, you don't need to change it. Or if you start with anapana, you don't need to change it. The perception of sanya, the mental factor, is not significant in that consciousness. But other mental factors are more powerful and may also be more powerful. But in the original text, no one can mention the importance of sanya. Question 4. The question asked is not audible, but we transcribed Sat- uh, Sayado's reply below. Sayado: If one starts with kasina at first, he must see kasina with open eyes like that, and then he tries to visualize that kasina with closed eyes. Although he closes his eyes, if he can visualize that kasina object, it is called ugahanimitta. At first, he has to see with open eyes. At that state, the kasina is called parikama namita. The beginning is simple like that. At that state, it is a starting point. After that, if he can visualize that object with closed eyes, it is called ugala namita. At that state, the mind firmly holds or grasps that object. Firmly hold. And after that, he doesn't need to see that kasina object. And he practices with that visualized object. After some days or some months, he visualized the object changed. It is re- replaced with another very beautiful object. It is called the Paga Nimita. It is translated as countersign. It is different from the original Kasina. Upachaya Samadhi is near to the Apana Samadhi. Apana Samadhi is Jhana Samadhi. It means it has been in the jhana state. After that, the meditator uses that counter sign and after some days, some months or maybe some years, his mind will be associated with powerful jhana factors. At that state, his mind does stay with that counter sign for many minutes or many hours. At that state, his consciousness is called jhana, jhana chitta, jhana consciousness. Jhana is five factors. Mind or consciousness or citta is associated with those jhana factors. Nimitta is the object of that mind. One is Aramana. Nimitta is Aramana. Jhana is anamanika Nimitta is object. And jhana is mind or mental factor which takes that object as its object. Question 5. The question asked is not audible but which described sayado's reply below sayado jananga are mental factors they are associated with chitta or consciousness chitta and chadasika they are nama they are called mind they take an object the nimitta as object ramana jananga are different from Nimitta. In the Buddhist Abhidharma, any consciousness needs an object to arise. Without any object, any consciousness will not arise. At the apana level, janachitta, the meditator has to use that patibhaga nimitta, or object, and his mind is taking that object, nai nimitta. Nimitta is cause, and amana pachayo, mind, is result. Mind is divided into two parts according to Buddha abhidhamma. One is consciousness citta. Another is cetasika or mental factor or mental concomitance. Usually the jhana citta has 36 or 28 mental factors, associated mental factors. Of those 35 or 36 or 28, Five mental factors are called Jananga. As a whole, they are called Jhana. Vitaka, Vicharo, Pitti, Sukha, Ekagata. These are as a whole Jhana, and for those five factors, the associated mind is called Jhana-chitta. That mind can stay with one object for many minutes. Therefore, it is called Jhana-chitta. To stay with that object, it is not any other object. It is a specific object. That object is Nimitta. Question six. The question asked is not audible. Following is Venerable Sayado's answer My eyes, an object. This is a visible object. I see this object. I see means seeing consciousness appears. Seeing consciousness appears, usually we say, I see this object. This object is Aramana. According to the Buddha Abhidharma, without this object, there would not be seeing consciousness. First, this appears, it is called Purejata Adhamana. It occurs before my seeing consciousness appears. After that, this visible object or image impacts with my eyes, it is another cause. It is also matter, my eyes. When the two meet, there is consciousness appears. It is seen. Like that. This is Nimitta. My seeing consciousness is Jhana or Jananga. Although there are many mental factors, only five factors are called Jananga. There are other mental factors. For example, Sati or Supanya. Panya or lobha are always associated with Jhana Chitta but they are not called nanga. Therefore, in Sambatha, the function of Panya is not significant. It must be associated with the Jhana Chitta. There are Sada, Sati, Vidya and Panya and many other mental factors. But only five Chatisika mental factors are entitled to be called Jhana factors, because their function is more important. For example, There is associations or societies, but only committee members are working. They are responsible for the whole society. Executive committee members like that. These mental factors are like executive committee members. Not only Sanya, there are Fasa, Vedana, Sanya, Ekagata, Mana Manasikara, These mental factors are also associated with any consciousness, but they are not entitled to be called jhana. In Pathana Abhidhamma Jhana Pachayo, in Jhana Pachayo, these five factors are entitled to be called Jhana Pachayo. Although we are saying like the same thing, they are rising and passing away at any moment. Everything is not the same thing. They new ones, although the name is the same, everything has changed at that moment. Nimitta is panati, it cannot change, but the aramanika, any consciousness and all mental factors, they replaced with new ones. Sanya also is replaced. Sanya is just one of the concomitant mental factors. This is the first of two talks given by Sayadaw Paloka. Should any error in transcription of Pali have occurred, transcribers wish to apologize to Sayadaw Paloka and wish that no misunderstanding arises in the reader as a result. We thank Sayadaw Paloka for his clear explanation of the Samatha and Vipassana teaching. May the merit of this work help all meditators know the correct path, realize the correct path, and follow the correct path of Buddhist Samatha and Vipassana Bhavana. This concludes the teaching of Samatha and Vipassana mind development. Thank you for listening to our Lifetimes of Learning podcast. To listen to our other recordings, please go to our website www bdcu.org.au and click on Dharma teachings. Or you can go to our online World Buddhist Radio station from our website by clicking on Buddhist Radio. May you be well and happy. May all beings be well and happy.